0: following is a Cass Wave Studios production. Captain Sean Holmes. And I'm your
1: first officer, Brian Massey.
0: Today, we review episode number 17, the Galileo 7. Or are there? <laughs> or there are seven Galileo 7? Anyway. How many um, Galileos make a dozen? We'll find out. But for now, engage!
1: Welcome to Prime Directive. That's right. It's Thursday night. That means it's time to do some Prime directing. It's th- it's time to direct the primes. In, yes. In, um, that's not mm. including just prime numbers. <laughs> Speaking so, of which, I believe the answer is twelve. Unless you have a baker in there, then you have to you know get thirteen. That's how many Galileos there are. Oh oh yes. That make a dozen, or a baker's dozen, if you will.
0: In this case, it will be seven because we'll be reviewing um, uh, episode seventeen, the Galileo Seven.
1: Yes. Thank you all for joining us, by the way. It's a great Thursday night, and uh, we just got done watching this, and we definitely have some thoughts on the episode, and uh, can't wait to share them with you. Um, but before we do,
0: uh, you know, I at least want to, like, see... how you're How are
1: you, Brian? How am I? Funny enough? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I know I've come on the show sometimes, and I've had some baggage, and I just need to, like, <laughs> unload, and it's like, what is this? But... No, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing fantastic. Cool, um, dude. Tomorrow's payday
0: for you. Yes. yes.
1: So, well, yeah, right. Because we have alternating paydays. Yeah, we have alternating paydays.
0: So. You get paid on one Friday. Yay! On I don't day. have to
1: eat ramen anymore
0: <laughs> for <laughs> at least another three, four days, <laughs> and then it's uh. back to ramen. Yeah, I mean. I just just uh, living paycheck to paycheck is is uh, something that's way too it blows, way, dude. It fucking blows. It, it, it runs way too often. Yeah, way way too often. I you know I think I'm like I should go get some groceries and everything, mm-hmm. and then every time I have groceries, I have like so many dishes,
1: and I just hate eh. for a person. I, I I don't have a dishwasher, so it's like eh. it's
0: it's pain in the ass. Eh, I don't
1: know. I'm I've kind of gotten used to it personally. Um, and I'm not just saying that because Colin, tend, like, that. that's his job at home. Like, I, I tend to clean up after myself. You know, at the yeah. very least, I'll wash off my dishes. I'm, like, I'm not a dick about it. You know, I'm not going to leave stuff like, you know, like, oh, look, there's half a glass of milk and it's been out since Sunday. <laughs> it's like that. You one, know, like, like, I don't... That, like that one meme
0: yeah. where it was like um, it's a uh, shot of all these dirty dishes mm. like piling up across the kitchen. Right. And then it's like a picture of this little uh, hors d'oeuvre. On a, on this like white plate, really tiny hors d'oeuvre, and it said "worth it." <laughs> it was it was like these couple of noodles and some like
1: congratulations. You now know what it is to be a chef. <laughs> um, it's worth th- all these dirty
0: dishes. God,
1: uh, yeah, no, you know, um, because that's the thing. When I was working as a chef, um, typically I was left to I, even though I was a sous chef at my first chef job, I also got you know left with dish duty, which was a bitch. I didn't get out of work until about like two or three in the morning most nights, and I would go in at like you know noon to prep up. So it was kind of a pain. So I've kind of gotten used to just doing dishes by hand. Don't get me wrong, a dishwasher would be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would be amazing. But at this point, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of used to it. Fuck it, whatever. Um, so yeah. Um, by the way, um, did you get a did, did you get a chance to? You know, we're trying to get back onto Star Trek a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> trying. Welcome to Star Trek. We talk about
0: well, here. Here's a good question. Um, <laughs> if 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 uh, yours wasn't any better, but uh, this is a good question that re- relates food and Star Trek. Oh, okay. Um, if you had one of those uh, replicators, replicators, right? What is the first meal you would order? Ooh, that's a. I, I like that. That's a. That's an
1: interesting question.
0: And then you can include this t- from from what drink you have with the meal uh-huh. to what dessert you have with the meal. If like if mm-hmm. you if you really want to go all out with the replicator, yeah, like no one's using it. Email. You you have your own one in your in your uh, before, domicile.
1: Before I answer that, before I answer that uh, to all the listeners out here, I want y'all to to know that there is a y'all. book, <laughs> y'all. There's a book out there that if you're really interested in how like the tech of, you know, the bridge works and how all that works, there's actually a book that I remember reading at the Haven that I just it just fascinated the hell out of me. It's called Mr. Scott's Guide to the Enterprise. And it's basically it's themed as though you are a new recruit on the Enterprise. And it gives you like the font of the ship. It gives you what your uniform rankage should be, how you should be dressing if you're in these different departments. And it goes over how the replicators work and the different kinds of foods that you can get and like they have Human food, Vulcan food, Romulan food—I believe. No, not Romulan, because this is like TOS. Era. Romulan food, but um, you know they have like different stuff. Like uh, I believe that they also have—they um, have a small selection of Klingon food as well. So like, here's all the different foods that you can create with this stuff, and it's just fascinating to me. Um, it's like five bucks on Amazon. Go pick it up. But um, here's the thing: um, if I were God, I don't know, because if I could just pick whatever food I wanted. Like I mean, ideal. Like if I'm on the bridge of the Enterprise, I've just right. got done with like a a twelve hour shift. I'm hungry. I want something to eat. Yeah.
0: Damn. I don't know. Um, it's all alone. You and the replicator. It would be. And a s- table.
1: Here's the thing. I, I. Here's here's my honorable mention. It would be so easy for me to just say like a deep dish pizza. It would be so easy for me to say that I'm not going Ooh, to. Uno's. Bad. Yeah. Right. Get your get your get your Uno's, uno's on. Fix on with a little bit of like that you know crab dip or whatever. Oh, man, but crab dip. If I really, if I could just have anything, and like, you know, money is no thing, obviously. Right. And you can get whatever the fuck you want. Whatever <sighs> the fuck you want. My first meal, I want to see what, you know, roughly, I want to see what a steak's like on the Enterprise. Steak, mm. baked potato. Uh, I'm right there. I'm steak there. and a baked potato.
0: I'm right there with you, buddy. couple
1: of shrimp, and a pair of that with a 90-minute uh, Dogfish Head IPA yeah 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 that's buddy. exactly what i would want man yeah oh and for dessert hmm? creme brulee. that's
0: that sounds that sounds delicious <laughs> that sounds really good
1: granted i'm probably gonna have to go with like potted stew or some crap you know chicken pot pie which is fine that's fine too you know who knows maybe they just save steak for like you know like later on like you know kind of formal affairs yeah formal affairs What what cut of the steak? Oh, dude, I'd definitely have to go with the prime rib. Prime rib. Prime rib, man. Damn straight. Prime rib, medium rare. I'm more filet mignon, man, myself. Fair enough. I can can fuck with filet mignon. Well, wait, I forget. Prime rib, I believe, has filet mignon on it. Right. So you're getting that little bit of filet mignon, and you're also getting that other cut of steak. But is it bacon wrapped? No, it's not. But that's the thing, though, because when when you buy filet mignon, it's like... You're getting like a medallion like this big. You're getting it like I don't know, maybe the size of well, yeah, because I don't, I don't be? need, I don't
0: need like like the size of a soda can. I don't like, need like, like the like diameter of that. This steak, the size of my head. I don't need something like that huge to to really feast I don't upon. Know, man. I mean, I'll, I'll like some some steak. You know, like it, it comes in just a little sphere. Uh-huh. Then I would have some some asparagus. Okay. Then I'll have some asparagus. Okay. Mm-hmm, some um, uh, the red russet. Uh, mashed potatoes,
1: mm. a yeah, little bit of, yeah, little little bit bit of garlic, bit? lots of garlic, a little bit of garlic and black. lots Put of a,
0: garlic. Simmer them with a little bit of white wine, a little bit of garlic, a little white wine. Ah, mm. uh. now okay, hold on, and uh, and then and then to to drink, I will to have drink to to drink to <laughs> <laughs> okay. to drink. I will have. Um, I'm just thinking a, a
1: glass of uh, Merlot. Oh, okay. What's funny is... I was going to be classy about it. Right. What's funny about this is, I believe, like, um, Noah Antweiler, you know, the Spoonie one from that guy yeah. with the glasses back in the day, He does. he's not there anymore, but I remember he was at MAGFest 8, and I actually came up with a, a video, and, like, he was actually asked if you could use the replicator on Star Trek, or if you had the replicator in your studio, what would you use, or what would you get? And he's like, okay, um, I'm a fat... <laughs> I'm a fat ass, so I just want to get like you know Jack in the Box two do- two for one tacos and like but, a bag of Doritos. Like, cool but, but, ranch. It is,
0: but it like does it w- withdraw less electricity when you're when you're doing like cheap food, yeah, like like the dollar menu or uh, the va- excuse me the value menu at McDonald's right. because like, it's not the dollar menu anymore, right? I mean, this I is was, something we should definitely talk about on boldly going nowhere, and right?
1: It, it, you know. Now let me ask you a question, just to keep this subject going because I like the subject and I want to bring this up again another, but okay. Now I get to ask you a question about the replicator, Okay. Okay, we just talked about dinner. Correct. Breakfast. What are you eating for breakfast?
0: Oh yeah, I got this. I got this. I got this. All right, country fried steak and eggs. Mm. Yep, yep. And uh, I'll have uh, let's see, obviously a little side side of bacon there. Mm hmm. Some pancakes. Mmm. Um, so yeah, and then then I'll have have myself a, a like like a nice big <laughs> cup. Of a cappuccino, well, you know, right like, like really like good coffee, mm-hmm. like really good coffee, right? Like maybe some of those eight o'clock hazelnut beans and make those into like an espresso, and then put okay. that in there, okay, right? Yeah. And like something that's gonna be flavorful, buttery, just good, like like I love I, I almost like I'm an a English breakfast, but not big really. fan of coffee, right on. So so that's that's probably my uh,
1: my ideal <laughs> replicator <laughs> breakfast. Okay, um, what about you, you? Oh, okay. Um, if I'm going like if I have I have two answers to this and one of them is regional and one of them's not. Yeah. Regional being the South, because, you know, being down in North Carolina, you know, my my grandma used to make breakfast. My grandpa used to make breakfast for me. My dad also whenever I was down there. So I'd get what I would want is I would want um, a country ham biscuit. I'm talking like that salted My ham, country
0: ham, biscuit. country ham
1: biscuit. I tell you what, I tell you what, do I got country ham biscuit. Let me tell you
0: something about
1: that country ham biscuit
0: down there in North Carolina. Carolina. Come down North Carolina, get a country uh, ham
1: biscuit. It is, and then some cheesy grits to go along with that.
0: Not cheesy grits. That's not. That's not bad.
1: Big old glass of orange juice and a bottle of Mountain Dew. That would be, that would get me going in the morning. Now you can't you can't forget that
0: Mountain Dew, man. Every Mountain morning, Mountain man.
1: It, Mountain Dew is what gets me because I I don't know I I'm I'm not. I can drink coffee, but I choose not to, just because it fucks yep. with me for some weird reason. I can't really, I can't really, unless it's you like, really. It's and, and I believe this
0: in in the cliche that it is, is that it is an acquired taste. You really yes. have from it's from, like beer. It's like, it's like it's an acquired taste. It really is. I've, yeah. I've acquired beer more than I've acquired coffee. Yes, but, but you know here and here's the thing. Coffee is for implicating ideas. Beer is for Coming developing developing ideas. Yes. You develop ideas through beer. You go through with them with coffee. Yeah. As opposed to the other way around. I
1: don't know, man. I just... For me, like, the biggest thing about coffee... And then I'll come up with my other answer as well. The biggest thing for me about coffee in the morning is that... Um, I don't know. Like, I just... I can't deal with hot beverages. I just can't do it. I can't drink hot beverages. I don't know. Maybe there's something fucked up with my teeth. I don't know. I Did just you, can't do hot beverages. You know what? Real is
0: really relaxing What's in that? the evening? Uh, if I'm really, like... I want to go to bed, mm. and I really want to coast to sleep. it's not a nightcap because that that's that's falsifying you're uh-huh. you're, you're getting you're getting sleep. is hot water
1: hot water hot water okay
0: not hot enough it's scolding, but hot enough, and there's no taste to it well yeah it's, so it's so water, so obviously. so but but it there's something about like the warm liquid that's just it's soothing <laughs> and you just. I don't know what
1: it is okay fair there's enough. Something, there's there, something about there's your, something about hot liquid something going up. about mm, hot liquid mm, yeah. baby yeah' so soothing <laughs> is it clean chance <laughs> yeah no. okay uh, well, no, well, no, no hold on hold on hold on after you're done your bed I gotta yes. I gotta I gotta get the commercial break and then we'll get to the commercial break um now if I'm gonna go with a traditional breakfast, I'm talking like bacon sausage scrambled eggs I'm talking. Mm. Bi- I'm talking like buttered biscuit with a little bit of like grape jelly and some butter on there. I'm talking waffles instead of pancakes because honestly, I don't know. I'm more of a waffle guy, but I do fuck with some pancakes as well. I, I do like me some pancakes. My parents just gave me a waffle iron. <sighs> Dude, Saturday morning cartoons and waffles. Waffles. One of these fucking weekends, we got to do that shit. Waffle party. Like like we got we got we party. got to crash here and fucking do like a live stream. And I'm making waffles. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and then um. Have you ever had a red baron breakfast pizza? Red baron breakfast pizza? No. That sounds It dude, that sounds unpleasant. No, it's 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 fucking great. It's like it's white. It's like um you know the kind of gravy that you put on um country fried steak? It's all about the gravy. It's that in a biscuit and it's got sausage on it and eggs and it's fucking delicious. I I'd, I'd want one of those as well. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Alright. So uh
0: we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break here. I'm um, fat. We're we're fatties. <laughs> this concludes our the the, the prime directive edition. This of fat includes fat chalk. <laughs> this concludes a fine uh, prime, direct. <laughs> concludes the prime directive. This concludes a prime director part of the Basic basket in a bubbly basket. It <laughs> 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 concludes that part. So we're going to take a quick break, come back, and review uh, episode 17. Uh, 17. Episode, uh, episode 17. Episode <laughs> 17. The Galileo 7.
1: This episode is brought to you by Audible.com, home of thousands of audiobooks.
0: Click through the link in the episode description below and receive two free audiobooks of your choice. We at the studio recommend Ready Player One as narrated by Star Trek alumni Will Wheaton. That's two free audiobooks from audible.com. Click the link now. everyone today's show is brought to you by cast wave studios amazon page help our tiny poor studio and save money at the same time all you gotta do is go to Studios.com slash amazon learn it bookmark it love it that's Studios.com slash amazon sean is motioning me for to stretch it out, stretch it out. <laughs> no <laughs> i refuse <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back <laughs> To the Prime Directive <laughs> Smells a little funny in here I wonder what that was <laughs> Legalize it man <laughs> <laughs> Legalize it You are legalize legalized man <laughs> Alright um, So This is episode 17 Of, uh, your, of uh, your Star Trek here 17 according to Netflix I, I, I haven't really I guess stated that, I don't state that each episode, but I'll state it for this episode saying that we go a little bit off of what the actual official list is. Right. So we're going on the one Netflix show. So you can watch, for the convenience of you can watch along. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, those of you that uh, disagree, I am sorry, but that's just the way it is. You
1: know what's funny? I I do, I I have heard in the past, and I'm not going to make a big thing of this, but I have heard in the past that there are different ways to view star trek because like you have like the production run and then you have how it actually aired on tv back in the day right so i don't know maybe one day i'll go back and do that i don't know anyways uh let's get to the review yeah we'll get to the review
0: i'll start by uh having um uh, captain kirk uh ensuring what's happening here captain's log star date twenty eight twenty one point five. En route to marcus three with a cargo of medical supplies our course leads us past Murasaki 312, a quasar-like formation. Vague, undefined, priceless opportunity for scientific investigation. On board is Galactic High Commissioner
1: Ferris, overseeing the delivery of the medicines to Marcus
0: III. So um, they bribe they that, you know, this really, really beautiful mm-hmm. uh, graphics done by, by the post- um, I guess the the post graphics done for the Blu-ray edition. Yeah, this was for
1: the... Well, actually, no, I remember... This was for the DVD. This was for the DVD originally, but they actually um, cleaned it up a little bit more for the Blu-ray release. Right. So um. it, it's... Uh, yeah,
0: so they arrive. Um, they send a ship down mm-hmm. to kind of survey what's, what's going on, see if there's any life forms. And then it gets stuck. Yep. And the ship gets stuck, and then that's pretty much where everything goes to S from there. And, Brian, uh, I just need your initial reaction to, like, how do you perceive this episode?
1: Okay. Um, mainly a lot of the stuff that's going on with Kirk and Ferris on board, um, they, they tend to bicker quite a bit in this episode because Ferris needs to get to that planet, whatever, and, you know, all of a sudden, like, Kirk is kind of in this situation where he's got to pay attention to, hey, wait, I have guys down on this planet, I need to get them off. Um, that's not the main focus for the episode for me. The main focus for me is that you have a discussion about emotion versus logic. And I really feel like this is where Spock's character really gets fleshed out. Like, this is where we really get to know how Spock operates. Um, you know, shit goes south really fast and Spock's trying to keep it all together and he's rubbing, you know, he's he's rubbing people the wrong way because he's responding logically instead of emotionally. And a lot of this has to do with, you know, well, we we have people dead. We need to bury them, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of philosophical stuff going on here. And um, as we get further into the review, we'll talk more about, like, how these discussions are going and how they're kind of affecting the morale of the ship yeah. and how they're affecting the morale of the party. Um, which, by the way, I thought was written really well. I thought it was, um, you know, th- there's so much to dissect. And I honestly feel as though tonight, because the way that we review episodes normally, I feel like we need to go back and really take a look at this and kind of dissect it a little bit more. Because there's so much to talk about. There's so much, you know, just below the surface here that we can really kind of analyze. And I'd it, love to it do is, that one It day. is
0: an iceberg of an episode. It I is. Will, it's, I, will, he, it, yeah. I will agree with you there. Um, we're going to go ahead, and we're going on to um, the, you know, the categories. Mm-hmm. So you know, we have seven possible categories out of, uh, you know, it's out of seven. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bridge is uh, no, assuming the bridge is not the first. Engineering is the first. Before and we do the, this, before
1: today? we do this, before we get into the whole thing, right? Can I make a proposal for one of the for one of the? Um... I will listen. Okay. So instead of Captain here, I want to uh, instead change this to Captains. Because you have Kirk, but then you also have Spock. It's called has-
0: Captain's Log, so i just remove an apostrophe. Fair enough. So anyway, um, it goes to Engineering, which is you like know, a sound effect. It's
1: really getting annoying.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is basically uh, set, like, basic special effects and stuff like that. Um, i'll include the uh, the extra dvd type of uh because right. they really got their money's worth out of this episode they
1: really you know the remastering team really did a hell of a job here it was a r- great job
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and it, it really it was stellar um i think it improved improves it i mean i would love the option on netflix to be able to see the original graphics but you know i'm that's i'm kind of splitting hairs at this point yeah
0: i mean netflix is doesn't split hairs for for right. track fans um, they got a little bit more on their uh, on their plate, so, right? So uh, it, Stranger
1: Things, Marvel, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going with eight out of ten, right? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a I'll give it an eight out. Of, uh, yeah, eight out of ten sounds about right. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff um, involving what was the, uh, what's the phrase again? Um, they used in Lord of the Rings where like they're they're doing like force perspective. They're um, doing. A, they did kind of. They tried to do that in the. With these, with the giants. I mean, they were using a lot of like different size models to try and get the scale of just how big these giants were. And there were times where I thought that's not really working too, too well. I mean, the spears are kind of. Oh, wow, Mr. Sarcasm! <laughs> I don't care. I accidentally
0: touched the soundboard.
1: Sorry. Whoops! Hi, Macho. Oh yeah! Hi. <laughs> How's Miss Elizabeth? Um, uh, now. <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> That doesn't answer my question. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um but yeah, um I'll give it about I'll give it a 7 actually. Yeah. Um yeah, I give it
0: uh so give it a You're seven. Ge- you're getting a 7. Yeah. You're complicating my S- scores. S- how dare I? You're complicating my scores. Oh god. Um so the, again. No, no, he's not he's not going to be here. Good. I'm kick I kicked him out. Good. He was—he was a bastard. His his dad is mean. His dad's really, really mean. <laughs> really country for some reason. Yep. So anyway, uh, the bridge. Just let me work for a little food. So this is uh, the acting slash story, mm-hmm. and I thought it was pretty solid. Right. I thought it was uh, great. Uh, great tension. Uh, great characters. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of theme is is uh, being angry at Spock. It's like everyone hates Spock. Everyone's like, Spock. Why? It, it almost why? Reminded me of a Big Bang Theory episode, like Big Bang Theory episodes where everyone's just against Sheldon uh-huh. being oh, Sheldon being Spock, and like he's overly logical. He doesn't make sense, and then and then he ends up saving everyone's lives. Right. So uh, I'm I'm definitely uh, loving the acting and the story coming out of this. Mm-hmm. It was definitely I uh, it was an engaging episode. So, I'm giving it a 27 out of 30?
1: Out of 30. Okay. I will say, um, one of the things about this story that really kind of keeps it together is that there are so many outward forces fighting against the main crew. Because not only, again, do you have Ferris kind of, you know, going like TikTok, Captain Spot, yeah, kick- sorry, Captain Kirk, TikTok, you know, we- we- we're going. But then you have Spock on the planet dealing with, you know, the possible. Well, it's not really said, but like his crew's starting to turn against him. Not so much as mutiny, but his crew's yeah. starting to turn against him a little bit. But then you also have the outward force of like the planet itself, and then these giants that are trying to you know kill them yeah. because they're savages. And then like this planet is you know actively keeping them from making contact with the Enterprise. So you have so much that you have to find a solution to. And, you know, Spock's really not getting much help here. And he's really holding it together, even though he's coming off as like a major asshole. You know, and I thought that the story was really well written. I thought it was, I'll, I'll give it a, hell, I'll give it a 28. 28. Yeah. All right. So Because I really liked it. Um, there was, a, again, there's a lot to talk about that we're not going to be able to talk about. Here necessarily yeah, so. Yeah. So you know, in obviously, future, we'll, obviously
0: we'll 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 dive into that. We'll revisit this episode in, a little more in the future. So in this one, we're gonna see uh, who dies and what how, what's what's our death count. So this is the sick bay. Please state
1: the nature of the medical emergency.
0: And that's um, going to be out of ten. Now, um, there there's uh there's uh, quite a few people that died. So I'm at least gonna have to play this once. <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> maybe I should put that after Welshy just yeah. to drag it on yeah we, yeah it doesn't get the rest of it so <laughs> yeah so the one uh a yellow shirt dies another yellow shirt dies yep but uh you know ironically when when they went when they landed, they were like, "We can't lift up again without losing a, another five hundred pounds from the ship." I'm like, "Can we lose some equipment?" I'm like, no. Every we're using every piece of goddamn equipment in here. Yep. We know we, we can't we can't afford to lose equi- more equipment. We have to lose people. And I uh, And Fox and like, "I'll decide." And, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll decide because I, I I'm the first ensign officer. Right. I'm like, okay. So uh, and the plot ended up burning a couple of people anyway. Right. So I'm going with uh, with the, the death count and kind of the the cool death of the the guy getting thrown with the spear in his
1: back. Right, right, right. right.
0: That that was kind of cool. So it gets a it gets a five out of ten for me.
1: Okay, it, that it, sounds yeah. It, mark it, me it, mark me down as well for that. That's you know I'm not going to argue that necessarily. Yeah. So um, next
0: on our thing here, we have um, let's see, Captain captain's log and this is dual captain so we're counting spock as a separate captain on you know on On, the set it's like it's it's kind of like first first uh location second location directors right um this one is uh you know
1: i'm just so lonely that's
0: (laughs) that's logical yeah that's that's logical so and this is out of 10 um on both of them uh they did what they could they did with what they could with what they had. Mm-hmm. I thought they did a hell heck of a job. 10.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Um, Kirk, I am going to actually give more of a nine. Um, Spock earns that 10 though. And here's why Kirk, um, you know, fighting against what he, what he fighting against orders as best as he can when he's told to turn around and go to the planet, to drop off the medical supplies. Forgive me for not remembering the name. um, He basically is like, okay, turn around. um, Go as slow as possible, though. So he's not technically breaking orders. He's just not going that fast. In hopes that, hey, maybe something will happen, and we can turn around and save them if something happens. Whatever. Spock, on the other hand, um, he, again, he's dealing with one hell of a situation, and he manages to keep his crew together. He manages to make you know, logical decisions. And he winds up actually doing something kind of out of character. This is not, well, technically not necessarily, but still kind of for him, it's a little bit odd. Um, at the end, he kind of fires off all the rocket fuel that he has to kind of light, light up a beacon as they're going around orbit of the planet, knowing full well, this is going to deplete our fuel reserve and it's going to kill us all. Right. If we are, if we are not seen like that, um, So he and he doesn't just do this lightly, you know, it's not something like he's just like, well, I guess it's time to be silly. Let's go ahead and light the fuel off. (laughs) You know, I was just like, he's staring at the switch. I'm like, don't do it. He's okay. He's just he's staring. He's contemplating so goddamn hard. And he's like. All right. And he just he goes for it and it's odd, but it fucking worked. It and worked. It worked. And, you know, you can't beat that. Um, me, personally, I think, you know, he kind of he experienced some stuff that maybe he hadn't experienced before, like, you know, obviously having to deal with situations like this. And um, the fact that he was able to get most of his crew together, it's more like the of the 5 now instead of the 7, but right. still, um, that's really not his fault. Um, yeah, I, hell, if I could do it, I'd give him an 11 out of 10. He did a great job.
0: So yeah, um, yeah, he did a Crash great job. Zog, uh, ten out of ten. Thanks, Spock. And uh, next we have the Battle Stations. Had to do the original series for that one. I did it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So uh, this yep, one's yep, all, yep, yep, yep. all the action. So I think this 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 episode has plenty of action. Oh yeah. Um. There, there's uh. There's spears. There's rocks. Phasers. There's phasers. There's uh. You know.
1: All the enough ships none,
0: flying around. None of it coming from the Enterprise, funny enough. None of it coming from the MRIs, which is, I think is uniquely original. So I'm going to give it, at, at the very least, I'll say 9 out of 10. Okay. So, you know, it's not, it's not yeah. my ideal, but it, it's, it's definitely something that, w- w- that I was
1: amazed with. I'll give it a 7. Here's the thing. Um, the action is not what makes this uh, episode interesting, but at least there's some of it. Um, as, at least there's definitely, you know, fight scenes, what have you. Um, I'll give it a seven. It, it, you know. All right. It's so not the main focus, but it doesn't need to be.
0: So, moving on, moving on. So, next, we have the transporter room, if I can find it here. There's- mm. Well, it's inside out. I heard that.
1: It turned inside and out?
0: And it exploded.
1: Which is actually relevant to the episode this time. Yes, it is. Go figure.
0: So, <laughs> so uh, we all cheer for that one. <laughs> so... Whoa. It's it's so so fun, right? Um, the, They're testing the transporters, uh, trying to get beam the people back mm-hmm. from the planet. But it turns out that it you know the interference wave of the the uh, the radiation the radiation cloud. cloud was was it was inter was it was very definitely interfering. like I wouldn't. It's, work. Uh, there's too much it ionization
1: going on in the atmosphere. So basically, what's happening is. Uh, when they're trying to be- beam back, you know, organic material, it's coming back, you know, not in its original shape. And he's and like, I like... wouldn't try it on humans. And funny enough, I remember saying to you when I heard that, hmm, that's kind of funny. That reminds me of Star Trek, the motion picture. Remember when they beamed up those two Vulcans and they fucking died? <laughs> <laughs> because, the tra- because they were like, shit, it's not really working too well. <laughs> I, guess we should, I guess we should try it on these Vulcan guys. And sure enough, they're just like screaming. Which, by the way... I hate that they had to do th- they they thought that they had to do that to justify the like near like 5 minute glory shot of the enterprise and like Spot- Scotty's all like yes ah look at her she's a fine ship isn't she and Clark just like she's beautiful and like dude i don't know we we we're going well, to we're, we're get to the motion picture cuz i have so many things i want to say about that fucking movie I think we're we should say that for a video oh, review God. honestly <laughs> Jesus Christ! That movie is it, it, it kicks me in the balls every time I watch it. Suffice <laughs> to say I haven't seen it recently. But here uh, again, the transporter's not really working too well. Kind of the same problem. It exploded. And it exploded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I love that so much. Um, <laughs> if I could get that on a t-shirt, I freaking would. Um, <laughs> just, just I the, want that just on the guy's face, like going and like, and it exploded. And it exploded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it turned inside out on <laughs> the back yes
1: <laughs> oh my god that's great oh and like it's got a print on the under on the other side yeah obviously. like like on the other side so it's yeah. like it's inside out and it exploded <laughs> <laughs> um but at the very end of this episode um they manage at the very nick of fucking time to be able to bring him up all five party members so so i i'm thinking that it, like in terms of
0: travel that this was this was it Oh yeah! Oh, most of the time is spent away from the em- enterprise. Mm-hmm. Yep. It deserves its ten. Absolutely. So you agree with my ten there? I will agree with your ten. Okay. So next is the uh, aliens slash bad guys. So this is going to be <laughs> be five fo Intruder fun. Alert on deck eight. So uh,
1: <laughs> I smell craft dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the episode of South Park? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the giant. I don't remember it. Then. We have
0: this giant bowl of crap dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So um, this one, uh, there really, there really wasn't any bad guys per se. I mean, I guess you could say the uh, the the giants. The giants were the giants, and then also man, man. Uh, so I think it gets a low score for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with like, I don't know, seven out of twenty.
1: I'll give it. I, I'm gonna give it a four.
0: Get a four. Yeah, so we're. No, gonna wasn't really. Di-
1: wasn't really digging the Giants.
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, that concludes the score of 73 uh, out of 20 out of 100. So Ooh, we got 73 c-, c. It's a C. We got a C, baby. It's mm. C episode. 73 percent C for uh for this one. Oh. All right. So. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's, a, it's a great episode to watch and uh, to really dissect because I really want to go in
1: deeper with this. Okay, well, then tell you what. Um, well, I, well, well, maybe like on a blog or something. N- well, no, uh, no, what we should do is we should schedule a day in which we rewatch the episode and we write down some of our notes and we kind of just talk about it. Like, well, tell you what, I'll buy a six pack of beer. And we can talk about it as we start to descend into Drunken Madness. That sounds brilliant. Let's do that. All like, right. Let's do that. I don't know. Let's do that um, the weekend after next because we got well, it's, uh Because next, because funny enough, we can't really do anything on Saturday next week because we're going to be doing a live show. We are going
0: to be doing a live show. And you can always catch that at Caswave Studios and uh, SoundCloud.com slash CastWave hyphen studios. Mm-hmm. Um, Please check out that page because uh, all of our podcasts are up there. It's the easiest way to follow us. It's the easy way to get there. Downglow.com. And then search CastWave Studios in the search bar. Uh, Don't forget
1: to download that app because it is uh, definitely useful to use. Shop through us. Save yourself a little bit of money. Put a little in our pockets as well, please. Absolutely. Um, That's a different plug.
0: So this one's going to be CastWaveStudios.com slash Amazon Ah. where you click through. And you get a wide variety of uh, things to choose from, to shop
1: from, to do things that, yep, words. Um, Do you need toilet paper with Donald Trump's face on it? Amazon. (laughs) Do you need a new PS4? Amazon. (laughs) Right. Do you need a Prime Directive t-shirt? We don't sell them, but Amazon. (laughs) Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) without much further ado, I'm your Captain Sean Holmes. And I'm your First Officer Brian Massey. (laughs) And live long and podcast.